If you would like to get more done and reach your goals faster, this podcast is for you. I'm obsessed with being efficient and maximizing time and getting things done in a week that would normally take a month. We're talking about strategies that will help you shift the way you do things so you spend less time planning to do something and get right to actually doing it. In my years of running my company and also being present for my kids and family, I had to learn how to crunch every hour of the day and be as productive as possible. It's all about your ability to avoid distraction, simplify the process, and execute. These concepts can be applied to all parts of business and life. It's about being very strategic with your productive hours and keeping the momentum going. We're talking about how to master your time on the daily. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. The goal of this podcast episode is to share everything I've learned from my professional experience and my personal life and all the things I've read about maximizing your time and being your most efficient, productive self. I am obsessed with being as productive as possible. And lately, in my mind, I'm kind of telling myself the way to do that is get done in a week what we would normally do in a month or what most people would do in a month or what like the normal timeline would be a month. Our timeline is now a week. And it has been really great in all areas of my life. And I'm also, I feel so much lighter because my to-do list moves faster. Whether it's personal tasks or business tasks, it works for both. So that is our game plan in this podcast is to share everything I've learned. Most of it has come through reading business books about routines and being efficient and knowing the value of your time. So let's get into the strategies. Now, first, when you are taking on something new, I am obsessed with this method. You learn, then you execute. And you do both of them in very dedicated blocks of time. So if I want to learn something new, say something that's totally outside of my wheelhouse for business, say I want to create a new website, but it's on like a different platform. I've never used it before. It's different than everything I've learned. I will take one entire workday and I will learn it. I will do nothing else. I won't let, I won't see emails come in. I won't even respond to text during this work period. I'm only going to sit here and learn. And you will be amazed because of the incredible time of life that we live in. You can learn everything on YouTube and Google for free. Or if it's like a company like this or on their website with their tutorials. So I'll spend one work day learning it. And then I'll spend, depending on how long long it is, the very next work day or the next few work days executing it. It's the best. And I just tell tell myself, learn, then execute. People will say to me, so I do strategic business mentoring for high-level women executives who own their own businesses. And even at this level, 
We all do some of this in some version. So I've had people say to me, oh, I've been planning to build a website. But here's the thing. With templates and all the programs we have now, you can learn what you need to know in one full day and then build it in two more days. So in three full work days, you have a complete website. But it's wild. People will take months or years to build a website because in their mind, they're, quote, planning it when really they're just procrastinating on it or they're giving themselves excuses. You know what I talk about, these invisible hurdles, like I need a designer or I don't have the money. I'm not good at tech. This is for the young people. This was not, I, I didn't grow up with this. All of these are invisible hurdles and they just slow you down. That's all they do. So when I don't know how to do something, I literally tell myself, I'm going to learn and then I'm going to execute and that's it. And it's incredible how you can shrink the time that it would take to do it. Some people will spend, and listen, there's different levels, obviously, in this example of building a website. There's different levels of it for sure. You can hire the fanciest designer with all these plugins and flash and all these things. But if you're talking about just physically, and and the best part is you can always evolve into that. Sometimes just getting momentum and starting is all you need. And now you have a website and now you can go. You can always improve it later. You can add the bells and whistles. But the crazy thing is, is even the smartest people that I know in business and in life, and I do it still, is we'll decide that we don't know enough yet. Like we're quote planning or like quote gathering information or quote waiting till we have time or waiting till we have money. When in reality, there's never a great time. You're never going to have zero items on your to-do list so that it's a perfect time. The stars align perfectly for you to build your website. It's just not going to happen. So you learn, then you execute. It's incredible. Also, realizing that everyone doesn't know what they're doing at first. When we have kind of these hurdles like, oh, other people I know are so much better at tech. Okay, we all have our own strengths and weaknesses. Bottom line is you can learn anything you want to learn if you are dedicated and focused by watching YouTube videos and searching online. It's incredible. Sometimes also branching out listening to audiobooks or podcasts, especially if you can find one on specifically what you're trying to do. It's incredible. And it's all free information. It's the best thing ever. So if it's something like that, learn, then execute. Get yourself some nice blocked out strides of time so you're not constantly interrupted or you know, you're doing it when you have to do a hundred other things because that'll just slow you down. We need that speed, that speed on the daily momentum. It comes from speed moving things forward. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Next strategy, simplify. I am a very complicated person, but I've really learned to make things simple because I think in general, we make things too complicated. We we um, gather a checklist of 25 things we need to do in order to do something when really there's only five things, like only five key things. I think we often make things way too complicated. It's always so interesting to me in like the work example. So say someone has a normal nine to five job, but on one particular day, they have to only work nine to 12 because they have to go to an important doctor's appointment, but they still are held accountable to the same results or the same goals. They'll somehow figure out how to get it done between nine and 12, the same thing they would in nine to five. Maybe they quite aren't 
quite as thorough, but I'm telling you, usually you just eliminate the fluff. You eliminate the stuff that's too complicated anyways, because you realize I only have a few hours to do this. I can't get distracted. I can't allow extra stuff to get in the way. I'm, I'm going to simplify this and I'm going to execute because I have a shorter deadline. That's exactly how I feel about accomplishing things in one week versus one month. It's exactly the same. Picture yourself clocking in for your job and you got to get it done by noon. So you're sure as hell going to get it done by noon because you're getting out of there. And it's the same thing you would have gotten done if you waited till five because you're just moving faster and you have that momentum and you know in your mind, I can't get distracted. I can't go slow. I have to eliminate um, anything else, any of the fluff because I have to get this done in a short amount of time. Next strategy, do the hard things first. Wake up, hug the monster, and eat the frog. Do the hardest thing first. Do the thing first that will move the needle the most. Oftentimes, we do the quick tasks or the tasks that are easy for us. And on our running carryover to-do list are these, you know, kind of bigger tasks or things that feel uncomfortable or kind of scary to us. But a lot of times, once you actually get in there and do it, you'll realize sometimes they're only an hour task and it could be on your to-do list for three months. It's happened to me a gazillion times. So wake up and do the hard thing first. Next strategy, tackle the plan. Once you know your plan, tackle it. That's the thing. Make a plan and then get into it. You might make mistakes, but movement forward, even with a little hiccups, is better than sitting still. And like I've said, next strategy, don't allow distractions and don't allow yourself to take time, quote, planning. So often we we stay in this, quote, planning stage that's really not a stage at all. We don't need that much time to sit with things. We just need to start executing. It's all about momentum. And it's incredible how momentum produces more momentum. Speed moves things forward. So just getting going, even if you don't know All the right steps, just take the first right step and then the next right step and then the next right step. And before you know it, you'll be accomplishing your goals and faster than you thought. The way I do this on the daily is I think of end of day. Almost everything is EOD for me. I try to have as little carryover. Obviously, there's going to be bigger projects or if you're doing doing something that's longer term, if you're starting a podcast or writing an online course, there's steps to everything. So I break it down. And what's done by EOD today? What's the end of day? So I think of things at like end of day instead of end of week. And it just shortens it. Just like if you have to leave at noon for your doctor's appointment. Next up, don't make things too complicated. It just doesn't have to be. Decide and move. You can always pivot later. Stop planning to do something and just start doing it. Like I said, in business, I think we do this. There are so so many clear ways we do things like this because something's new and we have so many other tasks. Also, in life, we could do this. We can procrastinate on things because we're not sure or we're insecure or we don't want to put ourselves out there. But in reality, we just need momentum. And we need to think of it as end of day instead of end of week or end of month and tackle the things. Instead of taking months to build your website, learn one day, execute the next few days, and that's it. Break down the invisible hurdles. 
The other component to this whole thing about accomplishing month goals in one week is about the value of your time. It's taken me a very long time to realize that time is, I mean, I've always known time is our biggest, it's our biggest asset, right? It's something that we can't get more of, we have to be strategic with. But it's taken me a long time to actually act like my time is the most valuable thing that I have. And sometimes just simplifying things, even if I oh, even if I want to do that class party at my kid's school with a photo backdrop and props, and I want to bring in 30 pre-built gingerbread houses, and I want to do organize for everyone to bring an item for a potluck and do a secret Santa gift and do teacher baskets for the teachers. What I know is if I do all of those things and I do them at 110%, there's just so many other things I physically won't be able to get to. So now I realize my time is the most valuable asset and say there's, you know, to that in that example, say there's six elements to that party, I'll do two and then I'll bring on other people or I'll do a sign up for the other things. So I'm not, I'm just not taking on so much that's so heavy on my time because I know my time is the most valuable resource I have. And I think that we have to really understand the value of it and stop giving our time away in bulk to things where it could be simplified. And so for that holiday party example, the holiday party will be just as awesome, but it will take me literally like a fourth of the time that it would have if I would have done the whole thing myself. So just kind of knowing the value of your time and arranging things strategically, whether it's um, sharing responsibilities with other people like in this example, or it's outsourcing tasks or eliminating tasks, it all falls under this same category. And the coolest part about this is not even how much you can get done at the end of one week, because it's the the same result as the end of one month, but imagine after three months, six months, or a year, you're literally just 10xing the amount of things you're, you're able to get done. And a lot of this I talk about in business perspective because there's so many, there's so many different goals and goal markers that we can set, but it's the same in life. If you have things you're trying to achieve and trying to work to, if you are so intentional about your time and don't allow distractions, make a plan and tackle the plan. Don't allow yourself that time to plan whatever it is, learning a new skill, running a marathon, learning how to cook. You can move so much quicker towards your goals if you are very efficient with your time. I also think that we all have a good like two hours a day of totally wasted time. Now, I mean, I say wasted in quotes. It could just be, you know, hanging out on social media or watching Netflix, things that in some way entertain you or fulfill you in some way. But if we're really trying to race towards those goals, that time could probably be better spent learning about or executing on those goals. So for me, it's just realizing that this is a mastery of our time. That's what it all comes down to. In order to accomplish your goals faster, you absolutely must master your time. One exercise that I did years ago that was very, very helpful, 
And sometimes I'll have people in my mentoring program do this and we are able to solve so many of their struggles and it's by writing a daily journal, like a food journal, what you eat every day, but it's how you spend your time every day. And it's amazing that when you put pen to paper, like actually write it down, not in your notes and your phone, actually write it down, what you do every hour, it's incredible how you will absolutely learn something. So in my mentoring, sometimes we'll find that something that is taking three to four hours a day can be done by an assistant and it's hard to let go and they're never going to do it exactly the same way you do. But how about if they do it 90% of the way and you get three hours back in your day, five days a week, that's life-changing. You know, three extra hours to do whatever, not even to say you have to be productive in those hours. Maybe you need more sleep. Maybe you want to do some sort of movement every single day and not just twice a week. Or learn to do one of those things, learn to cook, learn to run a marathon, read more books, whatever it is that makes you feel alive. I've really found that just doing that exercise of writing out the journaling of how you spend your day and do it for a couple days, not just one. I mean, the longer that you can do it, the better. But say you did it for three, four days, you'll see very quickly the things that you're doing in your life that you could either be replacing with other things or that you could simplify, automate, or eliminate. One other thing I must mention in this is One of my secret sauces for my ability to master my own time is I have an assistant and I'm constantly having help to move the needle because if there's, if I ever get to something that's long or that I could really pass off that someone else could do it. So if it's going to take me, if I'm working on a project in the next phase, someone else could do, and it would take me more than an hour, I hand it off. I have one full-time assistant and one part-time assistant. So I hand it off to one of those girls who are awesome and have great attitudes. And it might not be the same way I would do it because they're not me, but it's often good enough to where it gets us to the next point and no one would know the difference and I could keep moving on the other things. Now, what I hear all the time in business is, but I can't afford an assistant. There are so many ways to get a little bit of help, whether it's a virtual assistant, like a VA in another country, or also a lot of what I do, I have to be on the same time zone. I can't have the language barrier with the stuff I'm doing now. I've had VAs that have been fantastic in the past to, for doing certain projects or when we have, when we need lots of different things, maybe we need email creation done and they need to take five blog posts and turn it into one email talking about the summary of the week, things like that. I can have a VA do it on a different time zone with a little bit of a language barrier. It doesn't matter. But other times, like with what I'm doing now, I'm doing like high level quick things where I need someone that I can see face to face or I could talk to easily or I can text and we can really stay in contact. So That's one of my kind of secret weapons is I'm able to hand off projects or parts of projects when they get to be longer, when I'm like, okay, this is not the best use of my time right now. Um, I'm I'm lucky in the way that I can hand it off to someone awesome and then they'll bring it back to me and then I can keep going. So I keep the momentum going. I think a lot of times when we get to these longer parts and sometimes there's just longer processes of things, we lose momentum and because they're boring and they're long and sometimes it's uninspiring. But either you do it or have some help to get through it so that you just keep plugging along. That way, those like, you know, 
those long stretches of things don't feel so long. Figure out a way to get through it. Master your time. And in this whole process, you're going to simplify the process. Like you just cut out the things that are non-essential because that's how we that's how we work quicker. Whenever I'm thinking, okay, this is an end of day project. This seems big. How can I simplify it? And a lot of times we're just taking out the fluff. We're taking out the thinking. We're taking out the distractions. I'll do some quick research and execute and you can just get through so much more. I did a podcast, How to Be Awesome at Having a 90% Mindset. And a lot of that ties into this. If you haven't listened to that podcast, it wasn't that long ago, look back. You can even just go to howtobeawesomeateverything.com, hit the search button, put 90% mindset. Any of these podcasts or anything that you want to, if you want to see if there's a podcast on, just go to our website, click the um, search button and type in anything. Sometimes I'll do it. I'm like, if I did a podcast on this about parties and I'll just type in party and then all the party podcasts come up and just a little little fun tip there. So go on there, search 90% mindset. And it's all about how sometimes like great is great. Like good is good enough because it puts it out there. I can't tell you how many times I never got to the finish line on things because I just like, I, I just took too long and it timed out or the opportunity wasn't there anymore. I think a lot of times we Try we spend too long on things and we have this idea that it needs to be perfect or we're waiting for something to happen. And I think sometimes 90% and done is best because a lot of times it's like 90% and done is better than not done at all. So listen back to that podcast if you haven't because it ties in so, so nicely with this. So kind of pulling it back, we talked about the micro and managing your time. Now thinking about the macro, and the best part of this is at the end of the year, you have, you know, 40 times the output you would normally have by doing things faster, setting goals, removing the invisible hurdles, and executing. And I'm telling you, there is something so powerful about controlling your instincts. So when a project gets long or boring, if you've only been working for 20 minutes, don't take a break and go on your phone or Like I have to be very careful to not check my email or even if I have to go research something, it's like I'm going to go touch my phone to research it, but I'm not going to dive into my email. I'm not going to look at something else. I'm just going to do the research and get back into it. Because again, some of these projects are long and tedious and it sounds much nicer just to text a friend instead of doing the hard thing. But it's waking up, showing up, doing the hard things, the hardest things first and doing the hard thing consistently over and over, working fast and getting that momentum that'll get us to our goals faster. Setting each day as the deadline for most things, not end of week, not end of month. It just simply doesn't need that long, end of day. And if it's a big project, maybe that's all you get done in a day, but how great. After two weeks, you've gotten 14 big things done instead of barely kind of like, you know, pushing a little bit forward every day on 10 things. How about you just take one day and take one thing all the way to the finish line. The next day, wake up, take the next thing all the way to the finish line. You'll just make so much more progress. I always talk about half-built bridges. And as tempting as it is, I don't want to have 100 half-built bridges out there. I want to build one bridge all the way to the end and give it my all, then start on the next one. I think that that sort of momentum and also success in finishing things, it just builds up that inner confidence in yourself that gives you that drive and that motivation and 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 kind of squashes that self-doubt and allows you to wake up and 
tackle that next thing. And also thinking about the macro, thinking about the big picture, by doing things this way and really hacking our time, we're able to constantly question, are all of the things I'm doing actually in alignment with my goals? Because we are making ourselves not just go on autopilot and do the things in the eight hours we're given to do them, but like because we're constantly managing our time, it it kind of gives you that space and makes you think, are all these things in alignment with my goals? Because we're constantly trying to do things more efficient. How do we automate, eliminate, delegate? What could someone else help me with? How can I eliminate steps and still accomplish this goal in a very thorough and successful way? All those things. I love thinking about how to be the most efficient because I just think we're here for this lovely long life, but you, we only, we all only have so many hours in a day and so many days in a year. And how can we get the most amount done? And here's the thing. And here's like the last point I'm going to leave you on, but it might be the most important point. And it's that in order to achieve things that most people don't achieve, we have to do the things that most people aren't doing. And that means wake up being crazy focused being super efficient with our time, not lollygagging, not to say that you can't, you know, be social and mingle, but just to be like, you're on fire for your goals. Like this is an end of day thing. I am, I'll even do it with personal. So if I'm like, oh, I don't know, I've been thinking about, I need to book a a spring break vacation with the kids. It's their only time off. I think back and forth. And then before you know it, I'm sure you've been here, maybe, maybe not, maybe this is a me thing, but I know a lot of us has been here where you kind of hum and ha and you think about it and you delay on it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, it's two weeks away. Now everything's a fortune. We really want to go somewhere. We always go for somewhere for spring break. Now I have nothing because I kind of like, I just didn't tackle it, right? This is not just in business. This is in so many ways of life. So sometimes when I'm kind of up against that and I'm like, I know I don't want to overpay for a vacation. So that's my only project today. Even though it sounds like a fun project, planning, vac- planning vacations can be a lot of work and stressing and a lot to manage. But sometimes I'll say, okay, forget everything else. Today, I'm just planning this entire vacation. And like, how great do you feel? Because then it's done. You've made decisions. Listen, you will have other vacations in your life. Like make decisions because a lot of times this is one of those things that you could time out on where you're like, oh, I don't know, maybe this, maybe that. Oh, one person in the family is not sure this or this. And before you know it, it's too late and you can't go anywhere because everything's booked. There are, there are no flights or three times the price and it's not worth it. It's not, it's not in the budget. I'm telling you, sometimes on a Saturday or Sunday, if the whole family feels like being mellow, I'm still mellow with them. It's not to say you have to be sitting at your computer like a crazy person, like pounding the keyboard. I'll just say like, all right, everyone kind of is watching movies. Everyone is having a chill pajama day. I'm going to chill out with everyone. But my one goal by end of day is I'm booking this vacation. That's the goal. No matter what, no matter, I'm, I won't even pick up the kitchen until this goal is accomplished. And I'm telling you, it creates momentum and it creates this deep self-confidence where it's like, wow, I kicked ass at that. Like, that was awesome. I'm going to wake up and do something else tomorrow. And I end up saving so much time by doing it this way and also so much money. I save money by thinking ahead of time with things like this because I'm not, you know, last minute 
racing to the mall and, you know, spending way more on a gift because I didn't plan it ahead of time and kind of get something strategic that wasn't a fortune. Or like the vacation idea where I'll book a vacation ahead of time so that I'm not scrambling at the last minute and overpaying for it. There's so many examples in in personal life and in business life where if you can be very effective with your time, uh, not only will you be able to accomplish so much more, but your life is is it has so many less like fire drills and less stress in it because you've just tackled things. You tackle it and move on. You make a plan, you execute, and you move on to the next. It's so empowering and it makes you feel so organized and so powerful. Like there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing I can't learn. And let me be very clear. I have a very, I would say, average intelligence. I just really try hard and I work like hell and I'm very efficient with my time and I'm not afraid to learn anything new. And I know I can do anything. I can do absolutely anything, not because I'm that smart, because I won't give up till it's done. I won't stop reading or listening or watching videos on the topic until I'm a master at it. And like I said, that's the best thing ever. In this era that we're living in right now, you can become a master at anything online, almost anything for free or for a very small amount of money. And if you want to learn it even faster, buy an online course, a good online course on the topic. Then a lot of times you can learn what it took someone 10 years, 20 years, or a lifetime to master in one online course. I'm obsessed with online learning and online courses. I think it is brilliant. I think you can learn more from the right online course than you can for from a whole four years of college that gets you a degree because it's so specific and it's someone who's spent their whole life learning all about this thing and then you get it completely handed to you in this like beautiful whatever it is eight hour course that you could easily consume in an entire weekend and you can just learn so much more. All these ways You can learn new things, make plans and execute and your business life and your personal life. And I'm telling you, it's all about telling yourself, I'm going to do this by end of day or I'm going to do this by end of week. Instead of giving ourselves these very comfortable deadlines, oh, within a month or in, you know, within two months, I'll have this done. When I owned Million Dollar Tan and I was working with lots of corporate companies, I was astonished at how slow everything moved. I worked with some of the biggest national retailers in the United States, and I was so surprised how long it would take things to happen or get approved, or even if there were kind of problems somehow in the the operations or problems with things, how long it would take for things to get fixed because there's so many hands in it. And I think a lot of times the corporate structure is not set up for efficiency. They're not set up to move quick and solve problems quickly and, you know, come up with new things or, or stay up with the times. Like they're just not. Things are you know, oh, within two months when really it's like a four-hour thing if we just sit down and execute. So I'm obsessed with mastering my time. I hope this podcast inspired you to be as obsessed, and I really hope that you will take some time to think about all the things we learned today and set goals for yourself by end of day or end of week instead of end of month or end of three months, you will be incredibly amazed at how much you will you will be able to accomplish if you simplify things, stop making them so complicated, do the hard things thing first, hug the monster, do the scary thing first. Don't allow distractions, make a plan and tackle it. Don't spend all this time in planning. It's all about execution and staying consistent. Even when it's long and boring, you want to quit, stick to it because we know 
In order to have a different life, we have to do things differently than most people do. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.